The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to the Corning Turner Podcast. I am here today with Clay Clark is my guest and uh, he needs no introduction. Uh, we are very familiar with his wonderful work and the great Reawaken America tour, which we know how personally grateful I am for it. Many of you may know my personal story that is actually uh, at uh, one of the, those events where I, uh, the first time, met my fiance in person and then we got engaged in Branson uh, at the... I don't remember what number it was. I think it was the seventh one. But uh, anyway, yes. Clay, how are you doing today? I'm fired up. And I might, might just throw the format out the window here. You are absolutely making a huge <laughs> difference. And the woman to my right is making a huge difference in Tulsa. So, Courtney, could you tell for any of your listeners that don't know, what did you just get done? I mean, obviously, other people worked with you. And I, I know you don't want to yeah. take all the credit. But could you tell everybody your That's powerful. So, yeah, I definitely don't want to take the credit, but so I heard about this thing called Natural Asset Companies, and it was just like a few weeks ago, and I started a radio show not too long ago, so I've been doing more, you know, my shows are typically interview style, they're usually long form, so it's very uh, new to me to be doing this kind of lecture style, one hour, which is short for me, um, <laughs> format. So I had a show all planned. And then I heard about these, uh, that some people call it NAC, some people call it NAC, but it stands for natural asset companies. And I said, oh my gosh, I have to do it on this. So I started researching and uh, diving down the rabbit hole and realized this was like a huge, huge land grab that would be just terrible for the future of humanity. They, it's part of what they call the 30 by 30 agenda. And that's actually what the Biden administration had initially called it. However, that didn't go over so well. So the, the, the one silver lining of all of this that I've realized is that this little small victory proves that we do have power and we can have an impact, a positive impact. So this was another example. The 30 by 30 agenda did not go over so well. So they changed it to America the Beautiful, uh, which sounds lovely. And I do concur. I think America is quite beautiful. In fact, I think America is beautiful and it is rich in scopious number of natural resources, which is part of why they were really targeting uh, the United States for these natural asset companies. So what it was was that the uh, New York Stock Exchange had, and they were double dipping here because they are partners with the IEG, which is the Intrinsic Exchange Group, on this initiative. And uh, it was to list as a new category of companies on uh, the New York Stock Exchange. They want, they went, they petitioned and applied to the SEC to do a rule allowing natural asset companies to then be listed publicly traded on the New York Stock Exchange. And this means that they would be commodifying things like air, water, photosynthesis. Air. 
natural resources like uh, mineral, like gold and oil. Uh, there, there, yeah, the farmland. So this, and typically, when you have a commodity, it means that there is a productive use, right? It means that there's a, a you put a value on the production or the product that is created. This is the opposite. So what natural asset companies would be doing is they would, under the name of ecosystem management, they don't even need to own. They could just have rights to manage the land, controlling rights over the land. And of course, they don't want any production on that land because they want to, quote unquote, conserve. So it's all under the guise of conservation. But really, it's part of this, again, 30 by 30 agenda, which means that by 2030, there would be no human use of this land, no human and normal human inhabitants. And it's just a stepping stone because, of course, they would not rest at that. They want to get to what is called the half-Earth agenda, and uh, that was outlined in a book by E.O. Wilson, who is a biologist, uh, and it's all in the name of things like biodiversity, sustainability, to achieve the 17 sustainable goals. Well, that's, listen, that's only concerning if you are a human. Exactly. No, that's right. If you're, if you're a robot for humans. Hey, robots, boop, 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 boop. no problem for those people. Now, yeah. to my right, though, this is Miriam Shaw. She has a podcast and uh, called the Moms on a Mission podcast. And, and she, yeah. uh, the kids that my, the, the school that my kids go to, they were doing the mask mandates and pressuring parents to put the RNA modifying nanotechnology shots in their body that have graphene. And Miriam is one of these crazy people who believes that you should speak out when you see corruption. Uh, Miriam, could, could you tell uh, Courtney what happened? Yeah, so I rallied a bunch of parents together. We started forming uh, a monthly meeting and uh, we had brunch. So we got all the moms to come and we feed them. And we even had our headmaster come to one of them. But anyway, we we really endeavored to expose what was happening. And so with all the parents joining together, going to the board meeting and speaking out, we got the policies over changed. And now recently, and maybe you can punt. If you want to punt, you just say punt, I'll eat a shoe. But now we've got a thing now in, in the schools and in sports now. There's a new phenomenon. Perhaps you've seen it, Courtney, where you have uh, at people – uh, coaches, players that won't stand for the anthem, won't put their hand over their heart, won't look at the flag, won't. It just and then and then we as as conservatives are supposed to be conservative with what we say, what we do. We're supposed to just watch it every week, watch it happen. Um, right. And we were seeing it in the NBA. We saw it in the NBA, saw it in the NFL. Um, now you're seeing it on the high school and in college level. Miriam, you want to throw any thoughts on that, or you want to punt? No, I'll throw thoughts on that. So. I mean, the problem is that, you know, when you see this and you witness it and you speak out like I've done, you know, people, you know, are super appreciative, the ones who are afraid of being targeted. But when you're attacked after you speak the truth, I mean, this is why people don't speak out and speak the truth, because they know that they're going to get attacked. And, you know, until you become a little bit comfortable with being uncomfortable and going into that and speaking the truth, um, it's going to continue and it's going to keep getting into more and more schools, go into the lower, lower grades. And when you think about Jesus, honestly, when you think about what he did, he was countercultural. Everything he did, healing on the Sabbath, appearing to a woman after he was raised from the dead, Jesus was countercultural and, and he was hated. And the Bible says that we are going to be hated by the world. And so I think the key is to keep it about the truth and not personal. Mm -hmm. but 
about the truth. You know, I uh, uh, had one of my longtime clients, Courtney, who has not been following your show or my show or anybody's show. Uh, he's a business owner who has no interest in anything political. Whatever is like anything that could potentially impact him financially, he will not speak out about it. And mm-hmm. he pulls me aside and he says, hey, there is kitty litter and the bathrooms at my kid's school. What the hell is going on? Now, this is what we've seen, what, three and a half years of craziness? And he mm-hmm. just... The kitty litter thing got him. Yeah. And it's because his daughter came home from school and was like, Dad, what should I do? There was a girl in there using the restroom in kitty litter. Oh, my gosh. What am I supposed to do? And he's like, well, at what the very you- least, he should be concerned about neurotoxoplasmosis. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a real thing. <laughs> so, but yeah. He's going- He's going, what now? Because again, this is a guy who refuses to emotionally and or mentally participate in any aspect of anything ever that be, could, be, could, could be considered uh, a truther movement, a patriotic movement, a conservative movement, just nothing. And he goes, right. what did you say? Right. So he knew that I would know. So he calls me and he says, here's the deal. What's going on? And I had to explain to him about the transgender agenda, how Baphomet is the satanic transgendered symbol of Satan. We had to get into the Great Reset. We had to get into the idea of non-binary genders, their agenda of non-binary money, their idea of non-binary ownership, where you can't tell if you're a man or a woman. You can't tell how much money you have. You can't tell whether you own something or not. This public-private partnership idea, this Confucian uh, mindset where nobody knows the truth, people are confused, what's good is called bad bad is called good and he his mind was blown so he had like a three and a half hour it was like a three and a half year catch-up session in about 30 minutes um but i'm seeing more and more people that are waking up courtney are you are you seeing that too or, or am i maybe just a little bit biased <laughs> well I, I i if you're biased i don't know i i might be as well but i definitely see a lot of people waking up and i i do see people the the really encouraging thing is it's not just people waking up but it's people asking questions that they never would have previously. I think there's just right. so many inconsistencies. There's so much, uh, there's, there's so many things being thrown in, in our faces that people are really questioning. So that's huge. I, I think that's a huge step. Now I'm going to play a clip here from last night. This is president Donald J. Trump uh, okay. speaking in New Hampshire. I want people to listen to what he says here. Let me hit play here, folks. Here we go. And tonight, I'm also making another promise to protect Americans from government tyranny. As your president, I will never allow the creation of a central bank digital currency. You know about that? Now, I've been talking about central bank digital currencies. I know you have, too, for the last three and a half years or or longer. Um, What are your thoughts on the fact that the leading vote getter amongst registered voters just talked about the ultimate agenda of the Great Reset. He just talked about central bank digital currencies, and now it's all over social media, all over the internet, all over discussions and offices. A lot of people go, "What's that?" Could you? I'd love to get your thoughts on the the profundity or maybe the impact of having President Trump t- discuss central bank digital currencies. I think it's huge because I think it at least puts it on the radar. I think a lot of people, you know, people in our space are very familiar with it, but a lot of the the masses, the mainstream, you know, either are not familiar or don't know why it would be of concern. So I think to hear Trump say it, whether people agree, disagree, think it's a good thing, bad thing, it at least it puts it into the forefront for people to question, for people to 
you know, acknowledge it and recognize that this is something that, you know, should be investigated. I, I think he's really good at doing that. I think that's one of his strong suits. So. Yeah, now, as far as what I wanted to hammer home today with with the limited yeah. time we have, is I want to really get into um, 10 facts, if we could, in, in uh, 10 minutes um, about the graphene agenda. So I'm going to try to pull, pull yeah. the facts here and I'll cite my sources and hopefully everyone can uh, uh, follow me here. So if you do a Google search for Reuters, OK, we'll do a search for graphene, semiconductor and Reuters. So that's the first search. So Reuters is now reporting that that it, Georgia Tech and other and you know scientists are reporting that they are using graphene to make semiconductors. Layman's terms, semiconductors are the basis of all technology that we know today. They direct the flow of energy or the flow of electricity. So we're talking about smartphones, TVs, cars. Not possible without semiconductors. Gra right. Graphene is uh, being used now to create semiconductors. Second big update. These are all connected here. Is that on the same day that the, that, that this announcement was made that graphene can be used to create semiconductors. You have China and Russia announcing they're using quantum technology to communicate. Now, the basis for quantum technology is graphene. Yeah. All right. And graphene is in the shots. So yeah. inside the shot, there is graphene. So it, this is this is this has been contested by a lot of people. Uh, there is a lot sure. of evidence to indicate that it is in the shop. Not sure. only is there evidence to indicate that it's in the shop, people argue on it though. They still argue on it. So that that is something. Are you all time? Uh, yeah. Yes, that's no, true. You can. It's like this. It's, it's like this. this. Is how it works. This is how it goes. You have previously non-political morticians, previously non-political big pharma folks. And you have this thing called the Vaccine Nanotechnology Patent. Folks, look it up. US 9539210B2. That's my favorite number. No, US 9539210B2. If you're, if you're taking notes, US 9532 10B2. So there's a vaccine nanotechnology patent. The point is when people have taken the shots, like as an example, one of my longtime clients, he's a pastor, mm -hmm. and he said, that he has a member of his church that has a four foot long blood clot in his body. Wow. That they found mm -hmm. that's going down from uh, the injection site all the way down to like, his, it's just crawling its way down his body. Mm -hmm. But patients are finding this calamari looking nastiness yeah. inside bodies that have taken the COVID shots. Uh, you're seeing unbelievably nasty, disturbing uh, Hydra looking yeah, I did a whole thread on the DARPA hydrogel and its its origins, and that that it looked. And Charles Lieber was involved in that, and it it's basically like they uh, mimic is is like a synthetic parasite essentially, and it does look like that. That is what's in the shot. I I can't prove that, but when you look at Charles Lieber's technology of injectable, uh, you know, uh, bin binary weapons with the uh, activated payloads. And then you look at the DARPA hydrogel, it, it looks exactly like what's going on. The other thing I wanted to say about the, uh, the graphene oxide, yeah, this is my uh, a thread. It's a pretty long thread about the the DARPA weaponized pro insect program, pal. That's not a thread. Uh, that's a coat. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, but the, I wanted to say with the graphene, so I, I haven't found it, but I, I don't have it pulled up here, but I didn't know we were talking about this, but... There was back in, I think, 2018 when they they started putting graphene into the flu shot. 
Um, and if you remember, yeah, and if you remember 2018 was one of the worst years of the flu, like, you know, people were, there were, there were more hospitalizations than with quote unquote COVID actually during 2018 flu season. And no, then, just, to be, well, just to be super clear, and I'm not trying to be, be difficult for anybody out there that, that uh, is going, well, you can't prove it. Okay. Let's okay, mm-hmm. give me a player of the world. Well, I think. Maybe in a couple of decades when people look back, the thing they will remember from the COVID crisis is this is the moment when everything went digital. And if, this, is, this was the moment when every, everything became monitored, that we agreed to be surveyed all, all the time, not just in authoritarian machines, but even in democracies. And maybe most importantly at all, this was the moment when surveillance started going under the skin. Okay, so you've all know Harari, the top advisor for Obama, Zuckerberg, Gates, MIT, Stanford, Harvard, the world's number one best-selling author who sold 45 million copies of his books in the past few years. This guy, you've all know Harari, MSNBC gave one hour and eight minutes. MSNBC gave you've all know Harari, one hour and eight minutes. Could you imagine, Miss Courtney Turner, if they gave you one hour and eight minutes on MSNBC to ask questions like, I mean, I'm not kidding. MSNBC, if you haven't watched the interview, it's, a, it's mind-boggling. They're, they're, they're saying things like, Yuval, you're one of the most respected people on the planet. Tell us what we should do. Softball. And then he goes on talking about bodies and brains and minds. Are we going to, you know, he's talking about, he's like, he advocates for rewriting the Bible using AI. He advocates for putting surveillance under the skin. He calls humans hackable animals. Well, how are they going to put surveillance under the skin? Miriam, I, I'd love to get your thoughts. How, how gonna, do they do that? They're going to trick us, and they're going to create what? a crisis, and then they're going to have a magical solution. No, no. They're going to trick us. That's what They're, they're going to trick us? Yes. They're not going to just come out and say, hey, guys, you want to put some surveillance under your skin? You want to do it? No, thanks. No one's going to we'll say. Pass. Right. So while we're debating about, can you prove it? They're doing it. That's the way it works. Yeah, and they're working right now. So, of course, a lot of people, unfortunately for them, not the numbers that they would have liked to have seen, took the injection. So right now they're working on all sorts of nanotechnology in the to make aerosol, aerosolized uh, graphene technology. They're working on water um, uh, placements, food, 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 food is a big one. You guys are just such alarmists. Negative. We're so negative. Courtney, so I, again, with the limited time we have here, I just want people to know this. Okay. So graphene semiconductors, they're being, they're being created right now. They're being used. China, Russia are communicating via quantum technology. We got the vaccine nanotechnology patent. You've all says surveillance goes under the skin. Okay. Fact number five, again, limited time we have here. If you go to time to free America.com forward slash revelation, as you mentioned earlier, you can see the patents for Charles Lieber. This is the disgraced Harvard scientist that got paid $50,000 a month to put RNA modifying nanotechnology inside a shot form. And that will connect you to five. 5G and it's just in fact number six when the lockdowns went, went down the 5G towers went up fact seven the earth is now covered with 30,000 low orbit satellites that are in low orbit low orbit satellites they were put there by Elon Musk's dragon rockets mm-hmm. so the earth is now covered with 30,000 low orbit satellites that would connect to the RNA modified nanotechnology founded within the shots what now you have it CERN CERN is powered by the Google quantum computer the quantum computer again is uh, the basis of it is graphene okay and CERN Fact number eight here, uh, CERN is located where the former Temple of Apollo was and where Antipas was martyred. That's called Geneva, Switzerland. The Bible in Revelation 2.13 and Revelation 9.11 tells you that Satan lives where the former Temple of Apollo 
was and where Antipas was martyred. That's Geneva. The CERN logo is 666. The World Economic Forum logo is 666. The Shiva statue, God of Destruction, is based in Geneva. Gavi, the organization obsessed with vaccinating everybody, is located in Geneva. And right now in Geneva, they're talking about disease X, and X is the sign of Satan. So what I'm telling you, they're already working. The BBC announced, we're working on a vaccine right now for disease X. Thanks. It's already in the mainstream media. Yep. Uh, me, I'm just an American here. I just want to know. So how are you all going to work on a vaccine for a virus if we don't know it exists yet? Well, <laughs> you understand. We're working on the vaccine before there's a virus. Uh, well, I don't know a whole lot, but don't you have to have some kind of virus to make a antibody for it? I don't know a whole lot. I, I'm an American. No, no, we're working on the, we're, we're working right now. Remember the models that said 2.2 million people would die from COVID? Yeah. Well, UK, Neil Ferguson from the UK says 2.2 million people might die from COVID. From Europe, where everybody's so smart that they smoke. <laughs> yeah. In Europe, in Europe, we have it all figured out. We know how it works. We understand about the morals. We understand about the fashion. We all smoke. We never procreate. Our families are shrinking. It takes an act of Congress or an act of Parliament to build anything. Nothing gets done in Europe, but we know everything. Oh, unbelievable. So, I mean, well, you have to... Easy to know everything when, you plan, when you're a futurist. When you plan the future, it's pretty easy to predict. And so I would just say my final call to action would be this. One, assume I've lost my mind. That's one. Assume I've lost my mind. Look at everything I said on today's show. Two, if you haven't subscribed to the Courtney Turner podcast, you really should do it. Um, your show is incredible. Thank you. you are making a difference. You're making an impact. Uh, it's an honor to know you. The work you're doing is awesome. The research is is next level. It's great. And a lot of times people only subscribe to the podcasts that have the most subscribers, which is a self-perpetuating problem. I explain this to you. I know many, many, many people, I hate to say it, in the conservative space, I won't mention their name, who are completely bogus, who paid uh, for fake subscribers to start off their podcast, their broadcast, their Twitter feed with hundreds of thousands of bogus accounts. But I encourage everybody, subscribe to Courtney Turner. She's building the base of something beautiful, something great. Subscribe to the podcast. Just subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, uh, people in the UK think you should. No, but you should really subscribe right now to the Courtney Turner podcast. And then finally, is if you want to get tickets for the Reawaken America Tour, that's June 7th and 8th. We're going to be taking the Reawaken America Tour to Detroit, Michigan. Detroit, Michigan. And no, it's not because we love gang violence. No, it's not because we love to see homelessness. No, it's not because we want to see the mistake by the lake. It's not because we want to go to one of the most impoverished cities in America. It's because General Flynn and Eric Trump want to take the showdown to Motown. It's the final Reawaken America Tour featuring General Flynn Mike Lindell, Cash Patel, Pastor Greg Locke, Pastor uh, Doc, Dr. Stella Emanuel, Pastor Phil Otzenpiller, Pastor Leon Benjamin, Laura Trump, Eric Trump, uh, Jim Brewer, Roseanne. It's going to be a blasty blast. 70 plus speakers over two days. Get those tickets at timetofreeamerica.com. Timetofreeamerica.com, the final event. You can name your price, timetofreeamerica.com. This just in, we added retired Colonel Douglas McGregor to the lineup. We have now added Alina. Haba, President Trump's chief legal spokesperson. It is going to be a blasty blast. And you want, you want to get those tickets before the rapture. And if for some reason you're still here after the rapture, we don't do refunds, but then you've got bigger problems that you're going to have to address and deal with if you if you want a refund because of the rapture. And then finally, 
We are doing, this is, I, I call the final event the Mega Bowl because every football season, the final game culminates in what they call the Super Bowl um, where they have, you know, satanic halftime shows. But we don't think about that. We think about the Mega Bowl, the Mega Bowl. So we're going to go bowling because General Flynn loves bowling. It is my tribute and thank you to him on Thursday night before the Reawaken America Tour. We're all going to go bowling a Thursday night. It's a real thing. We're all going to do this, the speakers, the attendees. And if you wear your bowling shoes, you get to come backstage and meet the vast majority of the speakers. So you got to get your bowling shoes right now. Get your tickets. Time to freeamerica.com. Woo! Woo! Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. I'll go on Tylenol. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, well, I look forward to that. That's in June, right? At the yeah, other... June 7th and 8th. June 7th and 8th in Detroit, Michigan. Okay. All right. Well, I, I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to uh, leave us with? I, um, I will. T- yeah. Sorry, you got- with the limited time I have, I'll just say this. Um, you are making a big impact. And for anybody out there who's an aspiring podcaster, broadcaster, or current podcaster, broadcaster, General Flynn, Laura Logan, um, Mike Lindell, myself, we're hosting a free, 100% free. It's a podcaster's workshop. It's March 8th and 9th. Mm-hmm. And if you want we'll tickets to that, you just go to timetofreeamerica.com. Um, and I know of at least four podcasts that now have an excess of 200,000 subscribers that launched their podcast as we know it from the workshop that we did for podcasters three years ago. So it's a lot of, it'll produce a lot of success stories. And the whole purpose is to help podcasters expand their reach and to help them become more financially sustainable and also to make some great connections. So Laura Logan, uh, Mike Lindell, Mel K, General Flynn, they're all going to be there again. Get those tickets if you want to. 100% free for that event now. It's March 8th and 9th. That's time to freeamerica.com. It'll be at my office in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Awesome. Well, I look forward to that as well. And yeah, I think uh, anybody who wants to, really, we need to know that we can make a difference. I, I think that the biggest takeaway from what I saw yesterday, you know, as I said, it doesn't mean that we rest, but it means that our voices matter and right. we need to speak up and stand for what we believe in. You are making a big impact. And again, I, when I heard about that, I was going, I know I'm your guest, but you need to talk about it. So thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate it. Right. Thank you, you so much. Care. And good to see you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.